0: Hi, you're listening to Track Changes, the podcast of Postlight, a digital product studio at 101 Fifth Avenue in New York City. My name is Paul Ford, and I'm the co founder and co host of Track Changes. And I am Richard
1: Ziotti, the other co founder. Rich, tell the people what we do. Postlights build stuff, Paul. Um, Stuff. What kind of stuff? Sophisticated, high scale software, web applications, mobile applications and the engines underneath that power them. So not just the app, but the servers, the cloud.
0: You know, it's worth noting we don't just do these things in the abstract. We do them for companies, organizations. We've done big platform for Vice Media, powers lots of their stuff. We've done work for lots of NGOs, including the Obama Foundation, and some work for Time Inc. And we are doing quite a bit in the field of insurance. So. We're your all-purpose
1: shop for your big deal stuff. Just to clarify, we're not doing like sophisticated faxing technology for insurance. No,
0: that's right. We're (laughs) making it easier to get insurance for lots of people. Yes, technology. So- um, Enough about us, Paul. Let's talk about a thing. Here's the thing. Is Facebook a monopoly and should it be broken up? Oh, boy.
1: That's where we're going? Well- it's been in the news. Other people have said it should be broken up. The, the, I think the the preface here is: Why are we asking this question at all? Um, where do you know what happened such that we even have to ask this question? Well, I think for a very long time, the fact that social media has
0: taken over the web as the consumer experience of the web is is I, I would say primarily through social media.
1: When you say the web, you don't mean just web browsers, right? The whole platform, the whole platform that powers mobile apps, web, anything really where people spend their time
0: is in social media experiences Mm -hmm. on mobile, snap, Facebook, Twitter, Mm -hmm. LinkedIn, a couple others. But like But if you drew that pie chart, Paul, Facebook. Oh boy. Facebook is
1: big. It's got, you know what? Two billion users now. Yeah, I mean it's like five percent of Facebook's users or Twitter's population. And there's it's a, tiny.
0: There's a framing problem here, which is like that we want to discuss. And it's there's a lot of nuance to this, but I'll try to put it as, like in a very simple way and you push back. In a real way, Facebook allowed for the propagation of enormous amounts of of false information from foreign states and foreign actors mm-hmm. that had what is hard to prove, but is very likely direct influence over the election Mm -hmm. in 2016. Also including the sort of overall electoral process. Mm -hmm. Like it's not purely about Donald Trump. It's about influence. Yes. Facebook has tremendous influence. And it's really tricky, right? Because Facebook's like, hey, advertisers, you want to reach our audience because we have tremendous influence And And in an an incredibly accurate way. That's right. And then this comes down and it's like, well, you know, people make their own decisions. Right. And this has always been, it's easy to blame Facebook for it. This has always been the paradox of media, right? Like, hey, when when people come to regulate, the media industry is always saying, well, you know, people make up their own minds. It's like violence in games, right? Like, hey, games should be
1: less violent. Freedom.
0: Yeah, freedom. And then... When it's time to sell the
1: influence, it's like right. you won't believe
0: the power we have.
1: Power in a way that's never been available before. This is not smear campaigns, posters, advertising on buses. This is an incredibly sophisticated, uh, accurate, really, you can uh, target it down to... Into, they're creating single ads, specific ads for one person display. Well, you know what's tricky here, too,
0: is that it is, in a weird way, a neutral microphone in that it's constructed so that it doesn't really care how Well, that's their argument, right? Right. Like, oh, yeah, well, you know, there's lots of Democrats and lots of Republicans, and Mm -hmm. of course you might want to target them.
1: Well, this comes down to, you know, what will you ban on Facebook? So you can't, there are definitely still lines. You can't put pornography on on Facebook. Mm -hmm. You can't uh, threaten people. On Facebook, like so, they have a set of guidelines about what you can't do. And not long ago, it was uncovered that um,
0: some of you could buy demographic categories that basically got you to KKK members, like to sort of mm-hmm. like people who like sort of racist categories. You could yeah. buy racist categories. And Sheryl Sandberg um, came out and was like, "Let's not have that anymore. We're going to do a review." where this is terrible and, and it shouldn't have happened. And what you have there is a system that kind of learns as it goes, people with different kinds of discretion overseeing it, you know, and, and it sort of all turns into this big, terrible blob mm-hmm. that is horribly reminiscent of the rest of American society. Yeah. And it's, so you have, but let's, like, what is this force, right? It's the, the power that Facebook has is to target individuals and thus affect the overall belief system of the United States and the world in ways that are hard to understand and articulate. And it it doesn't seem to have been managing that or caring about it, but just assuming that Facebook itself is a net positive and a good thing.
1: I don't know if they even make that art. I think they're just saying we're neutral. Like, there's
0: good and bad in the world. I think they are saying they're good, though. Facebook overall, well, the, I mean, the core Facebook thesis is like, we make a more connected world and this is, a, this mean, is better than a government.
1: They're, they're a commercial entity. They're going to paint a very rosy picture about themselves, right? But when it gets into going on the defensive, people, government protesting and starting to challenge how Facebook works, they shift arguments, because they don't want to state a particular position, right? It's worth asking the question. You know, Hillary's campaign did similar stuff. They didn't, the Russians didn't collude with them, but they did pretty aggressive things. They probably didn't even go as aggressively as as the Trump campaign. But had Hillary won, I wonder if there'd be this level of heat on Facebook. No, there wouldn't be. Right. There wouldn't be because it would be,
0: First of all, there's no Russian collusion or limited Russian collusion because we've lost our mind as a nation with the Hillary campaign. Like I don't – there was no coordination along those right. lines. No, no, um, agreed. Everything's like two degrees of separation, which is why it's so hard to talk about. Like, yeah. you know, uh, there's Podestas everywhere yeah. in our world. Um,
1: no, I don't think so. I think – look, let me throw out something really uh, – Before you do that, okay. can, I, can I share an example that I think is a blurry line? Of course. Okay. gadget. Mm-hmm. a site that's been around for many, many years, considered one of the leading voices in technology products, that consumer products, mm-hmm. and reviewing them, and what's the best camera, and what's the best Wi-Fi router, and all that stuff, right? What they've started to do is put posts up on Facebook that show a product as if they just reviewed it. Mm-hmm. It's just... This Wi-Fi router is special. It works, you know, three stories high or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And it's an ad. If you click through, it's three paragraphs. Effectively, it's an ad. Like you could, it's easy to, to notice, to to read out here that this thing is an ad. But right? you're still going to Engadget. You're still going to Engadget, but hold on. Mashable is doing this too now.
0: Wait, And is it seen as sponsored
1: content when you land? Nope. It's not seen as sponsored content. So they're promoting their articles. They're promoting their, I'm going to put that in quotes, articles. Mashable is just starting to do this too. At the bottom of the article, you know what it said? Mm. Buy at the Mashable store. Right, right, right. Okay. So, so
0: now, there's some content and whether the content is there to justify an affiliate link that will make them some money.
1: I don't think that's an affiliate. I mean, make them some money. I think that's, full-blown deception. You have a brand that's been around for 15 years, it's considered independent and speaking in the in the best interest of consumers, essentially selling stuff without telling you it's selling stuff. That's right. what's happening.
0: All right, so is that cool? Let's get back to we made a bold claim. Okay, you know, it's not cool. None of it's cool. Nothing about what's happening in media with that kind of stuff is ever cool, and everyone who pretends it's cool is completely full of shit. Okay, so I, like let's okay. let's go out. Let's with establish that. that position. Unless you can put, unless you can just comfortably put the word "sponsored content" paid for yep. on the top. Unless mm-hmm. it's like really obvious that I'm looking at something where someone is paying for my attention. Yep.
1: Then it's nonsense and it's bad. Agreed. So amp that up to fake news. It's the same thing. In gadgets ad, it's not sure. lying about the product, but it's taking the, the whatever the product is is selling to get it out, right? It's, no, it's taking a, the features that they're, they they want to... There's now. an
0: ecosystem here and all of the fractional pennies that are flowing in one direction or the other, you can get more fractional pennies if you own more and more of that like commerce experience. If you're like, hey, come to the store. Legitimacy. And, that's right. And I'll tell if you... If c-
1: you can deceive such that you appear legitimate, Yep, whether you're fake news or you're in gadget, right? you're deceiving people.
0: And content, look, content in a certain environment is always the first thing to go. You just go like, well, I know, I know, I know, I know. Everybody went to journalism school here, but come on, we got it. You want your health health insurance? (laughs) We got to make money. So, but we made a different kind of statement than we're making now. We said that Facebook maybe should be broken up. That Facebook might be monopolistic. Monopolistic
1: of what? Uh, you know, I gotta say, the monopoly case is a weird one to me. Right. The monopoly case is anti-competitive. It's they've reached a point where nobody can get into the marketplace for this particular business. And I, I can think go that's st- different I, to me. I,
0: I can go stand up a competitor social network. It's not so. You know the, exactly. Here's an example: the Bell Telephone System. There was one big phone system, and there mm-hmm. were regional operating companies, and there were. Other telephone systems that had to interact with and have interchange with the bell system. Mm -hmm. And because it was one giant set of wires and for lots of other reasons, it was one big government approved monopoly. Mm -hmm. And there were rules and policies about interchange, Mm -hmm. you know, and there was a big fight when like MCI wanted to come Mm -hmm. on in the 70s and 80s. And everybody was defending their turf, but the government was watching it and saying, "Okay, these are the rules for using the network. The only argument I can see for Facebook being a monopoly, right, is that Facebook essentially owns the network. And I don't think that's true in the United States. I think increasingly in other nations where it is taking control, it is how people access the Internet and they see the Internet as Facebook.
1: Without a doubt. I mean, I think at one point, didn't they pitch like a Facebook phone in India that everybody get for wasn't free? It wasn't just
0: – no, there wasn't – oh, yeah, no, no, no. There was Project – no, that might be Google. Anyway, I don't want to get all scrambled up, but yeah. yes, there were um, –
1: Projects where the people yeah. wanted to associate a brand with well, the internet.
0: And there was a Facebook phone built on Android. It wasn't very good. Right. It was a weird product, but the idea was like you just get right into Facebook.
1: And there's a part of me that is – By the way, dude, my mom goes right into Facebook. This is the thing, right? She like, doesn't know.
0: It's an effective consumer experience that connects – Communities that people really like. Like I don't, you and I. It's very easy to be cynical. We have other options that we understand, but they nailed a certain a- element of the oh, consumer she experience. She
1: sees my kids' pictures. That's it's right. The whole deal.
0: It beats the hell out of the phone, right? Like it's like you couldn't do that with the phone, right? I look at Twitter sometimes, and I'm like, this could almost be an operating system. Like if a tweet had a little button, and you could pop it up, and it would embed a spreadsheet. And then you could retweet the spreadsheet. You could start doing work in this thing. I mean, it's just sort of right. like... School sheets. Yeah, exactly. Like social media, you know, in some level, I think the future operating system is like you turn on your phone or tablet and there's a chat window with all your friends there. And instead of stickers, those are icons for apps. Just What's like, happening? Yeah, you no, know, right? Like, I'm, like if, if I want to work on a document yeah. with you, I just open a chat and I would mm-hmm. just share the... the spreadsheet sticker.
1: No, I could push a button and play a little baseball video game with you right there in the chat.
0: That's exactly right. It's right. happening.
1: So Facebook isn't motivated to own the you know
0: Google Docs slash Microsoft Office space no. right now. They're motivated to own everything. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like everybody wants everything. Amazon wants everything. Apple wants everything.
1: Yeah. Facebook. But uh, I, I think we're getting jumbled up here. Okay. Uh, well, I, I think we probably want to get away from monopoly as a concept. I think that's exactly yeah. right because I'm not an antitrust lawyer, but- I think the criteria is you've gotten big enough that you can control price. Mhm. Right? Because if I say it's 10 bucks, right? And you say, "Well, man, is, let me get other brands cuz I don't need the fancy one." I got I only want to spend 6. But the other brands can't get into the market. They just completely dominate. And especially if they own like the resources that are underneath, like like Bell, which had yeah. all the wires. It's tricky, right though, because they'll buy anything that gets too big. Like that's what, exactly WhatsApp right. gets big. And also they do you know what they do? They keep somebody around. Yeah. You know, there's always a theory that Intel kept AMD around, even though it was like whatever, eight percent of the market right. to avoid antitrust. Sure. You know? Sure. Um so I, I agree. Let's park Monopoly because like we started off saying bad things are happening on Facebook and ended up is it a monopoly it should Well, that's be broken the up.
0: traditional reason you would break it up
1: right actually I don't think it is okay I think it's 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 um to preserve marketplaces and okay so, so, we, that, we so that
0: there is a marketplace risk with
1: Facebook mm-hmm. I think it's I I don't think it's there because of Twitter and snapchat I don't think it's there today mm-hmm. um but it's they're heading over there right like they're at one point they thought about buying Twitter that was a while ago and that's not happening but I don't think it's there from an uh, perspective. I think it's a tricky thing too because no
0: one else. Like, if people can't build social networks, they really can't. Like, Google tried with Google Plus, and yeah. it was a if debacle.
1: They, if Google failed, nobody else can get it. Right? And Apple's tried a couple times. Was don't bother. Good. Yeah, don't bother. Yeah. So you could make the argument, right? But I don't think that's what the issue is. The issue is it's reached a level of power such that it could be manipulated. To manipulate people, I think, and manipulate people not just to buy cameras, but manipulate people, which in turn manipulates the democratic system. Well, and let's just say,
0: let's make a very broad sweeping statement that I think is actually true. Social media has the power to change people's belief systems or to reaffirm beliefs that are sometimes in just total negation to the facts or what's happening in real life. Without a doubt. And that seems to be something we've seen proof of on all sides of the political spectrum, with fake news going in lots of different directions. There's a side that's a victor right now, but it's also possible that this could go in a completely different direction, and we would be having a Facebook that was promoting the dismantling of capitalism starting, like, Tuesday. Right, So. Right. So it's not a monopoly. Let's get that out of there. But we do think we need to regulate.
1: Yes. Well, I mean, terrible things are happening on there on Facebook. Their argument is we can't keep up. Like, we we think they're terrible, too. It's just there's too much and we can't keep
0: up. This is just how it works. We have algorithms. You can't. This is not something where, you know, it's not your local hometown paper. Okay. So what are we regulating?
1: It's, I don't know. I don't even know where to start. Like, it's hard, right? Okay. that if you are okay here's one i'll i'll i'll, I'll come in heavy handed okay if you are planning to advertise or planning to promote a political figure during an election process a new set of rules kick in for you well, should this be like the paid for by the, you
0: know, the citizens? To yeah, there's there's
1: life? like light rules around that, right? You mm-hmm. have to do that. That's like, mm-hmm. there's laws that say you've got to put paid for blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Because sometimes the ads are just smear of the other side. So you, you can't just put a smear out and not clarify that, look, there's there's a reason this is here. Right, so right? the
0: tricky part then is news distribution, right? Because ads are one thing. You could, you could go and validate that businesses exactly. exist or, right. or organizations exist. Right. Or, you know, check FEC filings. Yes. Things like that. Okay. So news is another. If I say I am Joe's newspaper and that uh, a new candidate, Jane Doe, eats
1: baby dolphins. Okay. Big issue, right? So Jane Doe, look, let's, let's park libel for a second. Jane Doe could sue you. That's right. Jane Doe can say, that is a false statement about me. A political it's harmful.
0: As a political candidate, she almost never will
1: she almost never will but it's libel mm-hmm. if anything she'd spin it on you and say you're a monster for even suggesting that yeah but dolphin blood dripping down her chin correct there is there is a libel law that allows me to sue you now mm-hmm. what facebook has done is they, if
0: i can find you where's joe there newspaper? you go okay
1: now this thing is like spun up out of thin air they make up the name of the like newspaper so it sounds really close to the local paper Right. In your town, they just right. add like a, an, you know, an apostrophe to it or something. So you think it's that paper. And yeah. even the, if I go after it's you. It's the Topeka Courier Express, right? And you're like, <laughs> oh, I never even heard of this before, but it looks good. It looks good, right? The typography is solid. Mm-hmm. So, okay, candidate finds Which, out about worth it.
0: noting, it's Facebook's typography, right? It's flowing through their system. That's right. Okay, That's right.
1: Candidate finds out that the candidate that's been targeted finds out about it and wants to sue you. You can't do that. You're putting bad information about me, harmful information about me. Go ahead, Paul. Where is Topeka Courier Express?
0: Oh, it's not in Topeka. Where is it? It could be any number of countries that end with stan, sha, <laughs> onia. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Like it's Exactly. It's a place where Either a foreign agent is paying to make this content and having people do it in weird rooms. That's, we know that that sort of stuff is happening. Or possibly, and this, who knows if this is real, but like it's teenagers who figure out how to hack the system. And essentially they're making memes yeah. that people are consuming as news.
1: So let me ask you this Can you find the Topeka? Let's say you went to Estonia and you found the house where it was like posted from, Mm -hmm. it's probably a house. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Can you then go after them?
0: I don't know enough about international law.
1: I don't think you even have to hit up international law. I think it's so ephemeral that it's gone like two days later. That's right. It's not there. There is no there, right? So – There isn't even an entity to target. Like it's not only far away and international law is a whole other world, but it's just it's spun up for a moment and then it disintegrates. So there's
0: this ephemerality that can do permanent damage.
1: A foundational premise of the law is that there is something on the other side to sue.
0: Right. And in this case, no. And in fact, it could even be a bot. It
1: might not even be human. Exactly. It could be a bot that
0: just spews out stories exactly. and then one of them hits. You write a good bot, Paul. You could spin up newspaper names. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Just city plus like right. the Sacramento. Exactly. Whatever. Okay, so. So we've got an impossible situation to police, you could argue. This is the thing, right? And this is where I think it actually does become something Congress gets involved in, something that you need law about, because you end up in a situation here where You register journalistic sources. This is a very powerful suggestion, right? Which is they're not a certified journalist. Facebook doesn't have – it can be individuals saying whatever the hell they want about public figures. And actually, Jane Doe probably can't sue because she's so
1: famous. She can't. It's hard. Yeah, it's It's, hard. It's just when it goes dirty and and ugly, it gets real hard. It's hard. hard. It's complicated. It's just just kind
0: of understood that you can sit there and say Jane Doe eats – dolphins. Mm -hmm. And she's going to have to just grin and bear it because she's a very, very well-known public figure running for office. So Facebook, to my mind, doesn't have a choice aside from saying this is a valid news source. This is not a valid news source.
1: I I think you're right. I mean, it's insane. But I'm thinking like down in the, there's a
0: database deep down in there and they need to check that box. mm -hmm. And if it doesn't get checked through that Mm -hmm. box, it needs to be either flagged as probably needs to be suppressed. Do you apply? Uh, This is where it gets tricky because-
1: The New York Times is going to fill out an application?
0: Probably, yeah, because anyone will do anything Facebook tells them to. All
1: right, so you get verified. You get like a seal. That's right. Like, you know, certain websites? Real news. There's like verified, the the check mark at the bottom when you're about to give your credit card.
0: And this is where it gets really tricky, right? Because what people point out about Fox News and, and other things like that, as compared to sort of more- traditional consensus news and I, mean, I think everybody knows what my biases are but they, they tend to be more towards the, the like traditional new york times style of journalism I, mm-hmm. live in, I live in brooklyn but fox news doesn't report lies it reports the same damn story over and over again if an immigrant does something bad they hammer that bad
1: boy day in day out uh, you're you're hitting on some another thing that's really important so, so that's not fake that's not fake. That's even harder, dude. Right? Like, how the hell am I? First off, I think you, you can't touch it. I think I think there is a line where you're getting news from bias, and there is bias on all sides. Mm-hmm. We're pointing out, fi- uh, you know, uh, Fox News. There's also uh, now this, right? Mm-hmm. Which it has its position. Regardless, let's not even make a judgment here. You're not – you can't go there. That's like part of the the importance of the press in a democratic society. Mm-hmm. Like you, well, and then if, it all comes at you and you got to make a judgment.
0: What if there's something – what if there's like a – and I've seen these again on both sides here where it's like everything's basically accurate but 8% are just completely over the top speculation. Like it's – and it's a lot of stuff like I'm not saying Jane Doe eats dolphins. Yeah. But there seems to be a lot of dolphin blood –
1: <laughs> oh, on her face there, there are dolphin fins at her door
0: yeah just <laughs> i saw her you know
1: looks the, the thing in her lunchbox had a, had flippers you just stated a fact and right. if that fact is not real that will be a scandal it'll be on tv the person who said it will come on and apologize or cnn will fire them yeah, with CNN will, but then there's all these other
0: outliers, like places, and, I, and naming them does us no good, but everybody knows, like, that one outlet on whatever side where they're like, wow, I know, but that's just a lot of garbage. The reality is, here's a good example. There are really far-right and fundamentalist Christian websites that believe the rapture's coming tomorrow or that, you know, Obama is the antichrist. Yeah. Okay? 80% of what they publish is just rabble-rousing anger based on relatively real news stories. I think you can do that. And then 20% Those is are op-eds. Obama is the antichrist. Right? But this is the world that Facebook desperately wants to avoid. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be there, but they need that news. They need that, that, that sort of flow and momentum that comes from having the media in their world. Uh, Facebook horrible, wants it all.
1: This is a horrible product problem. It's a horrible product problem. And Facebook wants it all. I mean, we've made a couple of suggestions. You have to be verified as a journalist or journalistic entity. Uh, You have to- And you just have
0: to accept that that is going to be an endless product nightmare and a social disaster where people, where you don't verify someone and they go and they complain for the next five years and trash your brand and say that you're in league with fascism. That is the only, that's the best possible outcome Facebook can hope for.
1: Yeah. It's, it's an unbelievable challenge. I they mean, to, let, let's give Facebook the benefit of the doubt. They want to solve it. This is hard, man. It's really hard. Because of
0: the way that data works, where you can only kind of like set flags, ambiguity is really hard in their world. Okay. So there's not a lot of gray area. They have one, in a way, you can look at Facebook as one super giant database. They're trying to map the world onto that database.
1: Yes. And, and they've, they've saved the, you know, they've solved a bunch of it, like... They, you know, they they did a lot of like machine learning to figure out who my kids are because of their faces. Like if I add names, like when I sign up to Facebook, you can like suggest a few friends names right. and it's, they bring up pictures of people with the same name and they say, is this the one? And then they like, they box out the face and whatnot. They've done some stuff where it's going beyond just throwing numbers into a database but this is this is a whole other game. I guess what I'm saying is that they're in the business of facts.
0: And there's a certain point at which humanity just gets into pure interpretation and, and kind of relative madness. And it's not – I know a lot about machine learning or I know enough about machine learning to know that we're nowhere near being able to cl- – you can classify sentiment. Here,
1: you want another one, Paul? Mm. The Onion comes out with a, a theory that Irish midgets are the reason 9-11 happened. Right. Okay? Satire. hmm Right? Pure satire. The Supreme Court years ago, there was a case called Hustler versus Jerry Falwell. Mm-hmm. Or Jerry Falwell versus Hustler. Where Hustler put a joke at the end of one of their issues... Uh, many,
0: yeah, many of our readers may not know. Hustler is a pornographic magazine. Yeah. Which
1: Actually, is, I didn't know that till a week ago, Paul. You
0: read it on paper. You go to the store. Yes, you it photographs. People would. People yes. would go to the store and buy it. Um, I,
1: a lot of our readers may never have purchased a magazine. Yeah. Our listeners
0: have never purchased a magazine.
1: So they, you know, one of Hustler's little thing, you know, kind of one of their angles was they, they make fun and they really rip to shreds politicians and people who they thought, public figures they thought were a little... Slimy. Mm-hmm. So they put out an article, essentially stating that Jerry Falwell, who was a minister, a TV evangelist, who was always there, was always suspicion that he he stole money and all this stuff. That he had he had had sex with his mother in an outhouse. Okay, that was what it said. That was what it said. Okay. Obviously satire. And I think if right? I
0: remember, this was like written first person. It was like his memories of the first time. And it was okay. like, and it was really kind of... It was it was ugly. It was ugly and gross. And that was the aesthetic of
1: that magazine. Exactly right. So he sues him. And it makes it all the way up to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court says, uh, concluded that if it is obviously satire, and obviously is obviously a really important word, mm-hmm. if it feels like it's not, then we've got they've got an issue and, and Hustler is a target. But if it's obviously satire, it's protected speech. Mm-hmm. And that was a landmark case. It went all the way up to the highest court. And add that to Facebook's problems. Okay? Add sure. that to the Irish midgets uh, being responsible for 9-11 and their algorithms distinguishing satire from fact. Impossible. It's all a mess, right?
0: So that means they have to have a registry with someone on the other side who will be like a
1: 19-year-old intern. <laughs> I think they have hundreds of people somewhere that read stuff, no?
0: But that's the thing. It's just, there's going to be like some some 19-year-old intern telling the Washington Post <laughs> that they may be a real news source, right? Like, I mean, it's... <laughs> This is, the, this is the structure of that. Okay, so we're saying that- Also, like,
1: older journalists just aren't even going to get it.
0: <laughs> all right, so don't break up Facebook. It doesn't really qualify as a monopoly like the bell system. Do regulate it, but let's all just acknowledge it's going to be hideous.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, do you even go there? Paul? Can you I, imagine the government sitting down and saying, all right, let's write this up?
0: <laughs> I, don't th- I think. I, I think that's what's coming. You can't have an entity with this much power that doesn't have a clear regulatory framework and an understanding and actual relationship with like, not just, this is beyond lobbying, right? Like this is not like, Hey, our guys on K street are going to come over and talk with you about our next, our our year plan. And, you know, we made a little donation into the, into the senatorial um, campaign box there. This is like, this is a, the equivalent of a giant foreign entity right it's like facebook is like if
1: we it's important its power is important
0: it's right? like another california got glued on to america right <laughs> <laughs> and it runs by very different rules pretty much yeah pretty and much. so like the senate's like well wait a minute. we didn't we didn't ratify this new state <laughs> what did say? Yeah, exactly the facebook compromise right. isn't in the
1: constitution like what the hell's happening you know the fda is a, is a great analogy here right like to get a drug out which might kill everybody right you have to go through years of clinical trials that's right right that law didn't exist at one point there was like you know tonics and potions sure. you can see those old ads sure like drink this and you, you'll get smarter and the fda stepped in and said you can't falsely claim things and you can't put stuff out that causes harm like if 22 percent of the subjects in a, in a clinical trial you know got cancer yeah their dead. F- their faces fall off. You can't do that. Dead. Yeah. The, pr- the product and, and the, the drug is Which dead. Which is
0: why we rarely drink mercury on a day-to-day exactly. basis. Exactly. Yeah. So
1: that's the government stepping in and imposing itself in a very meaningful way on a subject that collectively as a public, we agree should be there. So are we there? Are there going to be the five-phase clinical trials for Facebook? That's really what we're asking ourselves. I mean, look, the
0: answer is really practically as to how we do everything in America. No. It's hard. No. So then do you let them continue to consolidate every platform that we use to communicate? Do you let them buy a WhatsApp? Do you let them have Messenger? I think like, you're heading towards monopoly then. Then we're you are, right? Yeah. Like we're not gonna yeah. we're not gonna keep it in check. We're gonna let it keep growing mm-hmm. and we're gonna let it we'll introduce a regulatory framework around media. Like If they stay on their path and no one is able to knock them off of the pedestal that they're on, Mm -hmm. they do start to probably emerge as monopolistic. I agree with you. What would you break up? First, I think you got to take Messenger. You got to split that. Like, this is what's need weird. Messenger, man. This is what's weird is that when you broke up the Bell system, you broke it into – it was already in regional operating companies. Yeah. So you split those up. Like, you have the thing that's now Verizon and AT. It's all sort of recombined in weird ways. But, like, what was it? Like, 9X was the old <laughs> Bell system. I do remember And that. then that became Verizon, I think. Yeah. And, like – you know Southern Bell and all these yeah. companies kind of broke ITT. up. I T T. But there was a sense where they could have interchange. They knew how they were going to talk together, and yeah. it kind of this you can't break up Facebook
1: by region. Uh, you just can't.
0: You can't, right? I mean, You're,
1: I don't know what that solves, really. Well, I guess
0: you could make a bunch of little Facebooks, and then they could kind of all send email together. Well, I like, mean,
1: right. it's one, one way to break it up, but I it's, guess. It's very unrealistic. It
0: doesn't, it's not architected that way. That doesn't seem to actually no. serve anyone.
1: No. So do you break it up by product? What does that mean? Like, like their product? Like
0: Messenger becomes its own thing. Mm. <laughs> They just become a giant authentication provider.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But the news feed anyway is the is the monster. Okay,
0: so, so then but where once you get rid of that, what's that? What do you do when you break that out? I don't know if you can. So is is it impossible to deconstruct a Facebook because it all is re- relies on one authentication module?
1: Well, you could. It just could be ridiculous. Like no
0: videos on Facebook. Yeah. See, this is madness, right? Yeah. Like you basically are saying you can't be what you are at all. Mm-hmm. Like, are we we're saying destroy you? It's just a big
1: red switch. Yeah. So I, there- I don't think a. I don't know what that solves, and and b. I feel like the the, the masses will revolt. So, so really, what
0: we're talking about is that we have to accept the monopolistic style growth of a platform like this. Because there's one. What's the one in China? Ten cent, I think, is. Uh, mm-hmm. Where it's everything. It's your commerce and it's your social. It's like one app, right? It's one giant, enormous platform that has your whole life in it. Yeah. And that's the way Facebook's going. Unless (sighs) – so really we have to kind of count on some kind of regulatory management or we're going to basically let this company run our lives.
1: I think that's right. I I think the people, the masses have decided that yes – it, it imposes itself on my privacy. Yes, it tries to do all kinds of things in its best interest, but the net benefit is better, is higher, and I, I accept it. I like
0: to see the pictures of the little niece and nephew. and
1: All of it. I mean, it's just that nobody turns – like you ever see like you know, the scandal privacy articles come out and then it, like it fades away in like two weeks and nobody oh, yeah. cared?
0: Humans don't care about privacy. They
1: don't, they don't care. Also, I'm not that interesting. I, I personally don't even care. What do you want? Uh, like, what are you going to find out? I like this. As a I have th- allergies. All right, Rich Paul, I, what, we got to run for Senate. We we usually have all the answers. We never we never just complain and we're done. This one's hard. Yeah, it's real hard
0: because I think that this will become a defining legislative issue for the yeah. remainder of
1: our of the the decade. And yeah, I'll tell you another thing I worry about. Like, you know, that like the senators they got to just. Just get up to speed on what this
0: is this gets all lumped in under ethics, and it is of course really about
1: ethics and, too and the codification of ethics right. is law,
0: but there are real decisions you make here when you're building these things and decisions you make to change them, and it's hard it's hard it's hard it's hard once something out in the, is out in the world to go and say, "You know maybe we should have built it differently." That is the least attractive thing to say out loud in any career in technology. Absolutely. Hey, you know, you guys, we spent like $70 million getting that out and marketing it, but I think it's going to ruin democracy. Yeah. And and it's like, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. (laughs) That meeting's like seven seconds long. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's what we're up against. We're up against a culture. And so that's where government kind of does have government can make that meeting run for six hours.
1: It will, and then some.
0: Yeah, you're going to sit in front of a bunch of people who know nothing about what you're nothing. doing. Nothing, no. They'll yell at you a yeah. lot, and they're going to
1: use you to score points. Yeah, exactly. So, so right. we're in good shape. Yeah, things are <laughs> we'll good. Get this sorted. This has been wonderful. I've really enjoyed this because this is, you know, this is challenging, and I like it when we challenge ourselves on this podcast. You know,
0: I think it's really worth people understanding. This is the reason we're in the business. This stuff is the puzzling, hard stuff. Yeah that we can't look away from. It's one thing to build a a good big platform that that works and does exactly what people expect it to do. It's another thing to hit millions and millions of people and see how they behave and how their behaviors change when they use your technology. It's implications. And that's a that weighs on you a little bit. It's not exactly mm-hmm. it's not all gravy boats and joy. Right. And so like that's the the puzzle of this discipline in this industry and and it's really, it's a marketing-driven industry. Like, people tell you, like, this new thing is the best thing yeah. over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's part of culture, and it has its ups and its downs. So we, we like that part. Yeah. And well, we,
1: we are postlight. A digital Product <laughs> Studio exit. at
0: 101 Fifth Avenue. We'll build you a platform with all of the moral ambiguity yeah. intact, and then we'll help you figure out how not to create terrible social change. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll
1: help you do good things. Yeah, this part of our service suite. sweet. That's right. No, right. we
0: will. We'll sit there and we'll think about all the bad things that could happen. That is part of our job. We do that. That here. we do. Yeah. We'll, we'll mitigate risk. We do. We will mitigate social and technical risk. Yeah, emotional risk. All right. Well, look, we love our listeners. If you want to get in touch with us, hello at postlight.com is the email to use. And if you want to give us five stars on iTunes, that would be much appreciated. Rich, let's get back to work and get some good platforms built. Bye-bye. Bye.